On today's edition of Mike's Notes, we're going to talk about why good things take a long time to happen and the value of patience in that. Our three characters that we're going to look at today to explain the idea of patience and why good things take a long time are going to be Gary Vaynerchuk, best-selling author and CEO of VaynerMedia, Stephen Pressfield, author of The War of Art, and Felicia Day, actor, author, funny, awesome person. Each of these people is going to help us understand the difference between a slow cooker and a microwave. That's an analogy that Dave Ramsey uses to uh, promote his financial framework that he advises people in his books and on his radio program, but it's one that anyone can really use. I remember once being at a golf outing with a professional chef, and we were just sort of giving advice from our different careers and experiences, and I asked him if there was one piece of advice he had for people who wanted to cook better, what would it be? And he said it would be to cook your food, especially your meat, low and slow. That is to use a slow cooker or a barbecue or uh, a lower heat on the grill rather than high heat. He said you're going to get meat and other food that tastes a lot better when you do it that way. And that works just as well for career advice as it does for, um, for cooking advice. So our first character is Gary Vaynerchuk. And Gary is someone who I can only handle so much of. In a blog post on Medium, when I summarized three things I learned from him when he was on the Rich Roll podcast, I compared Gary to ACDC music, where every once in a while the music is really good, but too much of it and I just can't handle. And uh, he's on so many social networks and he's got his YouTube channel and his Snapchat that if you want to find Gary, you will easily be able to find him. Uh, But no matter the medium, his message is always the same. And it's that you need to persist and be patient and not expect overnight results. When he was on the Rich Roll podcast, he talked about how he had been working out for two years to get in uh, better shape and to be healthy. And he says he's amazed that he still doesn't have a lot of definition in his chest muscle. And at first it sounded like in the interview this frustrated him, but in reality he saw it as a metaphor for his business where He knows in in business that it takes a long time. It takes years of hustle to achieve anything worthwhile. In the interview, he tells Rich Roll that if there's one piece of advice that people should follow when they're starting a business, it's this, quote, the biggest single important decision of your life is trying to start a $1 million business instead of a $300,000 one. This leads to very impatient behavior in the first 24 hours out of the box. They're looking for fast and cheap dollars. There's not a single fucking person on earth that made it big in four minutes, end quote. So Gary Vaynerchuk is saying that um, business is a marathon, not a sprint. And if you treat it like a sprint, you'll get winded. You will, um, you will expend all of your energy up front when what it takes is a long, sustained process. When Jason Fried, founder of Basecamp, was on the Product Hunt podcast, he compared it to being a superhero where you see these um, super successful people like Jeff Bezos or Mark Cuban, and you think, well, that's what I want to be. And 
that falls for the finish line fallacy, one of our previous podcast episodes, where you compare the things that you want to the things that other people have. Our second character is Stephen Pressfield. In his book, The War of Art is a constant reminder and cheerleader for people who are going to be running the long race, for people who know it's a marathon and not it's a sprint, and are planning accordingly. Uh, The book is full of lots of good little vignettes about fighting what Pressfield calls resistance, but there's one passage especially applicable to today. Pressfield writes, quote, The professional arms himself with patience, not only to give the stars time to align in his career, but to keep himself from flaming out in each individual work. He knows that any job, whether it's a move or a kitchen remodel, takes twice as long as he thinks and costs twice as much. He accepts that. He recognizes it as reality, end quote. So Pressfield is noting here that if you want to be a professional, if you want to succeed in a professional way, that is, if you commit to doing something every day and you commit to getting better at it, no matter how little you get better by, that you also need to be patient. That's another quality of, of what it takes to be a professional. In the same way that um, showing up to work on time or dressing a certain way or turning in all your homework might be applicable to someone in their career or in their education. If you want to be a professional at something, Pressfield says, patience is also an important key. And good things take a long time. And if you don't have the patience, you're going to miss that. Our third character is Felicia Day, author, actress, all-around creative person. And she opens her book, You're Never Weird on the Internet, almost this way. Quote, So how did I get this super awesome career? Well, you're in luck, because this book is designed to tell you how I got here. Short answer, A, being raised weird, B, by failing over and over again, C, and by never taking no for an answer. So Day is explaining in her book how she persisted, how her good thing, that is how she succeeded in Hollywood, took a long time. And now her second career as someone who makes weird videos and put some online that are loved by thousands of people also took a long time. When Day got into Hollywood, she was having success as a person in commercials. She writes that she was perfect at playing the happy secretary who was on the phone and maybe had one line in a commercial or a television show. But that wasn't for her, so she persisted by writing her own show and putting it on the internet. And eventually, that show was distributed by Microsoft and on the Xbox. That show, though, was another microcosm of persistence, because Day had to shoot it in her house, in her garage. She had to beg people to help her with uh, skills and help her with props and all kinds of things. So, if we want to put a more formulaic spin on this, we're going to turn to Cal Newport's advice. Newport wrote that, Rare and valuable jobs require rare and valuable skills. If you want a job like Gary Vaynerchuk's, Stephen Pressfield's, or Felicia's Day's, you'll need rare and valuable skills. Those are rare and valuable jobs. So, how do you get rare and valuable skills? You do that by putting an effort over a long period of time. Here's one final character and one final story that emphasizes that. Carl Fismer wanted to die for sunken treasures, 
So he found the grandfather of a father of America, father of American, of American treasure to his house one day. Fismer pre presented himself to McKee and said, I want to be a treasure hunter and I'm willing to work for free to learn the business. Okay, McKee said. Besides diving, what else can you do? Nothing, Fismer asked. Everyone's a diver, got too many of those, McKee said, and he turned away. This story is from Robert Kirsten's book, Pirate Hunters, and it tells the story of how deep sea divers found sunken pirate treasure in the Caribbean. So Fismer thought he had the skills. That is, he thought he had something that was rare and valuable to have this rare and valuable job, but he didn't have those skills. Art McKee wouldn't take him out on his boat. Kirsten explains what happens next. Quote, Fismer got back into his car and drove back to Sarasota, where he enrolled in an emergency medical technician course, earning his boat captain's license, learned to work on small engines, and volunteered to cook for 15 firemen a day at the firehouse. End quote. Two years later, Fismer returned to McKee's house and again asked if he could go out on his next treasure hunting boat. McKee said, well, what can you do? Fismer replied, quote, I'm a boat captain. I fix small engines. I'm a state certified paramedic and I cook. Meatloaf is my specialty, end quote. Good, McKee said. You're on my next trip. So Fismer saw that he didn't have rare and valuable skills, so he took two years to go and build those skills. And note that everything Fismer did is accomplishable by a lot of people. He was a volunteer paramedic. He cooked for firemen. He learned to fix small engines. All of those things are achievable, but even those things took two years of work. So it doesn't matter if you want to succeed like Gary Vaynerchuk. Know that it took a, him a long time to build the rare and valuable skills for his rare and valuable job. Same thing with Stephen Pressfield. If you read the War of Art, you'll see that Pressfield failed for years and years and years, even when he thought he made it, when he wrote a screenplay for a major Hollywood movie with a major Hollywood star. It came out, and one of the reviews said, Stephen Pressfield, I hope that's not his real name, because he's embarrassed. He should be embarrassed by this movie. So for even someone like Pressfield, it took years. Felicia Day, too. She had to go through her uh, experiences being homeschooled, and then her experiences in college, and then as a young female actress in Hollywood, and then writing this online show, and then writing another online show, and then connecting with people. All of these things took a really long time. The best advice that we can end with is another line from Pressfield, and that's to do the work. You have to do the work. You have to show up every day and know that it takes a long time. If you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you. If you've not read The War of Art yet, please contact me. I have extra copies that Pressfield gave me, and I would love to share one with you. No strings attached. Just get in touch. This has been another edition of Mike's Notes.